On this episode of the Unfiltered Podcast, we have Dr. Tim Hendricks of Advent Health. Yes, I am. What's up, Doc? Going to talk about the COVID-19 vaccine. So yeah, you know, Opie and I aren't doctors. We don't work in the medical field. So we've got Dr. Tim Hendricks with Advent Health, a good partner over there. And what are you seeing or hearing? You know, what I hear the most, because I'm on the side that's giving the shots, are people really wanting to get the shot. So my view is a, probably a bit biased now because, you know, I'm at our uh, vaccine events we're um, having down at the Orlando Airport um, next door. We've been doing these events for probably a couple months now. And the people that come in are just so thankful and so appreciative of actually being able to get the shot. So our 65 and older, I mean, these people are lining up uh, wanting this shot. So I'm also hearing people that are having some concerns, you know, but not as frequently that they're like, is it safe? You know, did they rush it? That, you know, things like that. And, but those are few and far between. Usually after a brief conversation of, you know, um, this has been rigorously tested. Um, We've literally given a hundred million shots in the United States so far. And on surveillance after all those shots, we are not seeing any problems. I mean, uh, the risk is minimal and uh, we're, we're very happy with the safety and effectiveness of the vaccines that we have out there right now. Yeah, well, and that's what's interesting, I think, about it all, Dr. Hendricks, is because you hear so many stories. And, too, I think unless you are a parent sometimes when your kids get vaccinated, you, you know, you have anti-vax parents out there. You have people making their own choices. And sometimes the research doesn't come in until something like this happens where it's like, okay, What is really going on? And that's why one of the questions one of our listeners uh, submitted is how was it developed so quickly when it was something that just came out last year, the vaccine for for COVID? Yeah, I have. I have heard that question. And when you look at the studies, this went through the standard procedure for vaccine development. But the mRNA vaccines that are out um, that first came out, that technology has been around for about 30 years. And I, I say it's the uh, solution looking for a problem. So this was actually this technology to use mRNA um, has been in development. Um, this is the first opportunity we've been able to um, create the vaccine. But anytime you create a vaccine, you've got to see how it prevents disease. If you're creating a vaccine against a disease that's not that common, let's say Ebola, um, then it's going to take a while to develop that vaccine. When you're in the middle of a widespread outbreak, you're going to have a lot of people that are going to be exposed and you know right away how effective it's going to be. So a lot of things played into the favor of this being able to be um, launched uh, you know, very quickly. Um, 10 months, 11 months after the start of the pandemic, we were able to get these vaccines out following the standard procedures for vaccine development and approval through three different phases with the FDA. Okay. Okay. How how can a question be answered if someone were if someone were to say, okay, so what what about a year from now? What you know, am I going to d- develop something that 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 is unforeseen? Uh, am I going to have to get this thing again? Is this going to be repeatable? Well, yeah, the long term effects of vaccines. Most of our um, um, looking into safety, it's with within, within the first few months after the vaccine. If there's going to be an issue, we'll know within two to three months after the vaccine's been developed. And we've already gone through that phase, and that's why they've done the the phase three trial to look for those things. So long-term effects, uh, we don't anticipate there'll be any because this vaccine is very self-limited in the body. It only lasts, uh, the mRNA 
for several hours in the body to create that immune response. Um, how long does the um, vaccine, is it going to be effective? It's possible that we may have to get yearly booster shots like we would with uh, the flu shot um, because this virus isn't going to go away anytime soon. I mean, it's throughout the globe. There's still going to be pockets, and that's why we need to get everybody vaccinated so we can slow down the spread and, um, and protect our population and then deal with this uh, on an ongoing basis as as a variant appears, we may have to make adjustments and give people boosters. But I, I tell people, look, it'll probably just be the same time you get your flu shot, you probably get a coronavirus shot. Right. Yeah. Okay. So also something that came to my attention from a friend of mine um, who's a nurse was she kind of advised, and this is obviously, you know, different opinions, different different thoughts here, is if I were to try and get pregnant within the next year or so, she said it hadn't really been tested on pregnant women or fetuses. So what really is the medical answer there? Well, the medical answer is, is it's too early to tell right now. The studies are being um, performed right now. So they've already performed the studies on animals to see if there's any effect on fetal development. And there is not now looking at populations of women that have been exposed to the vaccine. And there are literally hundreds of women working in healthcare that knew they were um, pregnant and got the vaccine and chose to get the vaccine. I know of several pregnant women that chose to get the vaccine because they felt it was safe, um, but the risk was greater of them getting COVID-19 being pregnant. So it's that risk-benefit, but as those women that have been exposed to the vaccine have voluntarily um, received the vaccine, as we look at the numbers, look at the data, we'll, we'll gain more confidence on that. So right now the CDC is like, yes, it's safe to give it during pregnancy, um, you know, but it's a decision each each person needs to make. Right. Wow, wow. Great answer. Great answer. And the fact that you back it up with people who have already done it, too. Uh, that's awesome. Again, we're on with Dr. Tim Hendricks, medical director over there at Advent Health Center uh, Care. We're lucky enough to have a friendship with you that we're able to kind of ask some of these fun questions that even some of our listeners are uh, asking. And, um, you know, so with this, you, so now you've got Pfizer, Moderna, you've got Johnson and Johnson. Uh, a lot of people excited about the Johnson and Johnson just because there's not a return trip. Um, is, is there, what, what's the reason why? Like, like somebody like me would say, Oh, is that because Johnson and Johnson got, got a better one? It's just the way the science develops that, you know, one shot seems to stimulate an adequate immune response with this particular type of um, vaccine, what we call a vector-based vaccine, as opposed to the mRNA, which is your Pfizer and Moderna that came out first. So different mechanism of action. Um, and, uh, yeah, is it is it any more effective or less effective? The end point is, is all vaccines that are out there right now, all three that are available in the United States, are highly effective at preventing hospitalization, preventing complications, and preventing deaths from COVID-19. So wow. uh, they're all equally, you know, they're, you know what, uh, if somebody asked me, which one would you choose? I'd say whatever you've got, you know. Uh, my <laughs> when my own family, who are not in a risk category, when my family members, my college-age uh, daughters, when they their time comes around, it's like, yeah, if it's Johnson, you take whatever um, they're offering at that moment because there is an effect that'll protect them, 
but also reduce the transmission in our population. Yeah. And what what about the question too? And just because, you know, this is rare, right? That we we have a doctor on with us that we get the time with you. You guys' schedules are super busy. So, when it comes to things getting back to normal, and you, you're in it every single day. You're one of the frontliners behind the line seeing the patients that have come in from COVID, whether it be even family members or friends of some of our listeners that have all been affected. Um, have you seen it get better drastically? What's it look like right now, at least for us in Orange County, Orlando, locally? Well, compared to where we were back around the holidays, things have definitely gotten better. But you remember the same time last year, we were dealing with a handful of cases and we were worried about how bad it was going to be. We are still in a widespread outbreak right now. So I remind people, though, it, it, you know, the indicators are things are getting better. There's still a lot of people with COVID-19. In our central cares in Florida, we diagnose uh, daily about uh, 200 people uh, as being positive. Now, throughout Florida, there are uh, 45 different central cares. But we're looking at, we're still seeing people come in with it. So um, we can't let our foot off in the gas on controlling with masks and social distancing. We're not out of the woods yet. But now is that critical juncture where we've got to get everybody vaccinated because an opportunity to really slow this spread down. And I, I saw a um, report today, I, I, some newspaper I was, you know, online, and it showed that if we continue at the current pace of vaccination, we'll have 90% of the population vaccinated by the fall. So, I mean, that's a good indicator, but we just have to get people vaccinated and get people that uh, you know feel comfortable and safe with this vaccine. And I would point out that one thing, that um, there is a lot of information that comes out daily, and there's headline-grabbing uh, reports and studies and mentions of this person had this effect and that type of thing. And, and it, it all can be very, very confusing to the average patient that they're trying to decide should I do this or not. Well, I heard this, and I, you know, my friend told me that, et cetera. Talk to a trusted source. Talk to your physician. Talk to uh, your provider uh, and get the information that you need there because it can be very confusing. I'm confused. I see a report and I got to dig in. It takes me uh, several minutes to dig in and find out what the source is and if it's an accurate source. Wow. But you, you as a doctor, you and a medical director, you know, like, okay, I got to do some research here and I got to get some yeah. real answers. Right. I see the headline and I try to find, uh, you know, quoted New England Journal of Medicine. I would try to find the article, read the article and say, okay, was this really the upthrust of this article um, that was reported in the newspaper? And it does take time. And sometimes it's just like, nah, I, I don't think that was the headline. I think the headline is different than it should be. Right. Wow. Well, Dr. Hendricks, uh, what, what, what can you say about the future of being able to get these medicines out like it like especially now that we've been able to kind of work on the covid vaccine as quickly as we've been able to do it in the future for other types of medicines do you think we'll be able to work as quickly on those types of medicines well yeah i think that as we look at the future possibility the possibility of other infectious diseases that um you know we've this technology has been developed it's been used it's been proven to be safe and effective that um it's very easy to adapt um, the mRNA technology or the vector-based technology to adjust to future variants of coronavirus or po possibly even other infectious diseases wow. out there. I remind people that um, the vector-based, so the Johnson & Johnson vector-based uh, uh, technology has been used on an Ebola vaccine um, for a couple of years now. So a couple hundred thousand people have been, um, we've been using this one particular vaccine. It was easy to swap out the genetic information for 
um, coronavirus as opposed to other viruses that uh, it could be developed for. Wow. Very cool. You know what? As you were talking about that and describing, it it brought another question to mind because you know how you said, you know, when people maybe go and get the flu shot, it might be a normal thing in in the very near future for it to be a flu shot and a coronavirus shot. But in some people's minds, we're still back in 2020 where it's like, oh, yeah, this thing's going to be over in two weeks and we're going to move on and it's going to go away. But this thing isn't going away, right? This is going to be where you need a vaccine. It's now out there. Yeah, I want to be hopeful that, you know, there is an end in sight. But the reality is, is this virus is, is here to stay. It's a coronavirus. It's, you know, similar to other coronaviruses out there. You know, um, there's going to be no eradicating down to zero. We're going to have to figure out how to live with this with uh, and be aware of this. But I think that there's definitely uh, control, uh, controlling these types of surges and then testing and identifying quickly if you have an outbreak. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I will say this as we close first and foremost. I mean, again, thank you for your wisdom and thank you for sharing it with us in such a way that uh, it's easy for us to understand and, and the audience. Uh, and I will I will say those people who have been vaccinated, they're walking around with an extra pep in their step that uh, some of us don't have. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're starting to enjoy some of the benefits of that. But, you know, my parents have been vaccinated. And so now out in California, you know, they're in that age group and we're worried about haven't seen them in like a year and a half. So, I mean, looking at it now, the CDC says they've been vaccinated. It's okay for me to bring my daughter and I out to California to visit with them. Cool. Uh, travel is still, you know, still one of the things I'm going to be very careful about, but you know, in the next month or so, you know, I, I'm going to go out there and see my folks and, you know, and take some of the family out there. Again, one household with their vaccinated household uh, is, you know, acceptable for under the CDC guidance right now for vaccines. So there are benefits to getting vaccinated and uh, and loosening up some of the restrictions around your own personal exposure risk. Right. Which definitely, you know, everybody just wants to get back to and the normalcy of what was pre-March of 2020. And Dr. Hendricks, again, from Advent Health, thank you so much for your time. We know this is this is a rarity. We're kind of in a good position that we have a platform to share uh, all this information that you're able to provide. So we do not take that for granted. Well, it's been a pleasure. And just remember when your turn comes, go get your vaccine.